everybody. This is uh, Grace Covenant Church uh, Internship Podcast, and we're back for uh, another one of our amazing, hopefully amazing podcast. And you wanted to do something different this time, didn't you? Uh, this is going to be our third podcast. So you wanted a Q&A with uh, Pastor Paul, uh, who is the student pastor here at Grace Covenant Church, Arlington, Texas. So I'm kind of in your hands. I remember looking at the questions a little bit, but I've forgotten them. So let's go he would like to do this brock over to you yeah so basically uh what we had come up with as an idea was we wanted to ask paul some questions some of which are going to pertain to his faith some of which what he does at the church and uh, some of them are going to be more random questions but uh we thought it would be a good idea to do it so everyone can get to know him we can get to know him better and have a little bit of fun with it so for our first question, what we came up with is, what is one of your favorite memories at either youth group or youth camp? Oh, wow. That's probably a real impossible question to answer. There's been so many memories here for me, especially coming from a different country, right, and then trying to get into a, a different culture, being in Spain 20-odd years and then coming to America. Uh, I think the camps have always been special because, as you know, we did uh, we we the first time I was here, we did camps with other other groups, and there was like a thousand kids there. But when we decided to change that and do our own personal camps, I thought that was really good. Memories for me are just the th seeing you guys laugh and seeing our youth laugh. Honestly, it's just very simple stuff like that. Uh, what about youth? Yeah, it amazes me. And somebody said this on Sunday. They commented on a series we did about six or seven months ago, and they said, I remember you said this, and I'm in Sunday school, a little speechless, teaching our young people. I thought, wow, you actually remembered that lesson. So you never know when we're up there and we think, you know, you're not listening. You're listening, right? And you mm -hmm. take things in, and whatever season you're going through at that particular time, obviously you're more you're more kind of into that because it's actually uh, speaking to your life. So I just love it when things like that happen. That's really special to me. Okay, so yeah, so we have, um, for a second question here, um, what has your favorite project been to work on within the church? Ooh. <laughs> favorite or most demanding? Uh, you know, you, student work is demanding, it really is, because you have to be one step ahead all the time. I think you have to be in ministry. I think, I think I really, I just enjoy writing lessons. I, I enjoy meeting on a Wednesday. Uh, you probably have to ask the question again because I've probably changed it to my own thinking. I, I put it as most challenging, haven't I? What, what was the question, sorry? What's your, what's your favorite project? Favorite project? You know, this sounds cheesy, but most projects are my favorite. And that's why I'm into this because uh, everything I do hopefully has a goal at the end of it and it's all about Christ for me it really is and it could sound cheesy you know come from a student pastor but it really is about my goal is creating something which I believe is from God that you guys take away with you and it's building your faith up you know I think if we were to talk about which has been the most challenging was in one sense when Covid hit what do we do now well I put my hand up and said don't worry I'll get on with it wow how big was that? But I did enjoy doing that, setting up all the live cameras and, and, you know, learning new things for me. So, you know, I know some of the youth say, oh, you're getting old now, Paul, but I'm always learning. I'm still learning new things and I love that. And you guys keep me healthy. You keep me young because you allow me to grow also. And I, I learn different things off you guys too. So that's amazing. Mm. And it's just great to see like you 
learning from the things that we're doing and yeah. opposite of that as well as how we're all learning from it too. Yeah. Which is cool to see that. Um, so my question is a little bit more personal. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's kind of funny. Um, my, my questions are quite random and out there, right? If you so, hear a slap, that's a slap on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number three. What's the most annoying thing that your son, Oliver, has done? <laughs> <laughs> the most annoying thing? Yeah, or yep. like the most annoying thing he does on like a regular basis. Yeah. I tell you what the most annoying thing is now, I'm being honest, and if he hears this, <laughs> He's a better songwriter than me. Ooh, <laughs> shots fired. In, in one sense, it's amazing. Suddenly, he, he, he went to the keyboard and started writing classical music and saying, where did that come from? Now, I know what you mean by annoying. Of course, he annoys me when he leaves his bedroom a mess still at 19 years old, right? And those little annoying things. But it's annoying to know that he hasn't been educated in music at all now i wasn't but i've been in there 35 years writing mm -hmm. music and songs right and he sits down and starts writing better music than me and said what is that all about isaiah what's <laughs> going on and now he's beginning to write pop songs and where i have to try very hard to write stuff he's like oh this is pretty easy <laughs> it's so annoying so yeah so ollie you're annoying <laughs> i love you see i was thinking for your response to that it was going to be having to do with how late he usually stays up when he's home. <laughs> because I, almost every Sunday, whenever he spends the night at your house, I hear it the next morning, were you up all night with Oliver? Oh yeah, I asked you that question. <laughs> Who, hands up if you were on till four in the morning with Oliver. Yeah. But he's getting good now, he actually goes to bed because uh, he's got a heavier workload, so mm -hmm. we're good. So the next question is about, uh, it says, what was a moment that defined or strengthened your faith in your life? Oh wow. It's when I was in Spain and every, all the work had come to an end. We were missionaries for 20 years and everything had come to an end. We, you know, what were we there for? And I, w I had a great job at a Montessori school. I was teaching little kindergarten kids English and I was an assistant in the classroom. I had 22 kids. I loved every minute of it. And, you know, Jane and I gained a lot of respect there. The most difficult part was for me to actually turn around and say, this is it, it's finished. And to go to the headmistress and say, ah, I've got to move on. And even Jane was nervous saying, what are you talking about? You've got to move on. I said, Jane, God is doing something. And I left and I spent three months on my knees. And I realized something, how much within that time I'd lost my faith in God. I put my faith in the plastic visa card, for instance. I put my faith in banks and other people. And I realized that I've got to get back to where God has called me. And that was on my knees. And for three months, I was singing that uh, song, I Surrender. I Surrender. And I honestly, I, I was surrendering my life to God. And that's when God began to move in an amazing way. And that's why, what brought us to America, really. And we, ha we had no doubt where we should be, and it was in America. You know, it's a long story, things happen, but that was a really defining moment in me. I can't allow that to happen again, where I put my faith in so many other things that it takes my faith away from God and believing that he can still do miracles in my life. So going from Spain to America, what was the hardest thing uh, about adapting to life here? Well, the hardest thing for us was on the plane and we looked out the window and we saw the coast disappearing and the Pyrenees mountains were flying over and we were crying 
and we were saying we know it's finished we burnt our bridges leaving behind the friends uh, that were so special to us we were pioneers in a church you know we were training people in evangelism and all kinds of things I was training youth leaders and uh, setting up youth groups in various churches and then just knowing that you're leaving 20 odd years behind is very very difficult but the excitement was incredible it was the excitement that what we were going to go on to was incredible and what was sorry the tail end of that was um about adapting to life here adapting i did say to jane when i first came here for a month i came to see what was going on you know i said okay i'll go for a month i was here a month on my own i went back to jane i said jane it's not pretty now this is no disrespect uh, to Alan or anything I said it's not pretty it's concrete it's full of uh, fast food places it's not the Pyrenees it's not the Mediterranean mm -hmm. Sea it's not the lovely cafes you know where we sit out and we just see watch time go by it isn't that and I painted it a little bit dark for her for her to see what would happen and when she got it she said it you painted it so dark <laughs> it's actually it's nice <laughs> and you know I was doing it for a reason, just making sure that we're all aware of where we're moving to. But mm -hmm. you know what makes it special for us is people. It's people like you. It's the work. I was only supposed to be, if I'm very honest and transparent, here for a year. Honestly. But then, could I walk away from this? No, I can't walk away from it. So, for anyone who doesn't know, I think that a lot of us know like an inside joke that has been going around where Paul will answer a question asking us, what was your expectations? of the internship when we first started out. So Paul, what um, were your expectations? <laughs> wow, well, I butchered that bad. What were your expert expectations, Expert, yeah, expectations. <laughs> for the internship? Well, to quote Brock, you've asked me that so many times <laughs> and uh, I didn't have any. <laughs> um, my expectations was this, that you take all my work for me. No, <laughs> it was truly this, that you would grow in your faith, you'd grow in your servanthood, but that you would learn things that are gonna encourage you and not only just build your faith up again, but encourage you and develop you in ways that you could never imagine. So you know those little things I give you or whatever, it, it, it's not because I just want you to do stuff. I think it's because you know you actually are doing things that I don't think you would have imagined that you're doing. And I think on one of the, the podcasts that you mentioned it that you know every day looks different, and it does. This is ministry. Welcome to ministry. Every day can look different. You might have a season where it's monotonous and it's the same thing, but most of the time we come in here and say, right, what are the expectations? Well, my expectations from you was just having a willingness to serve and a willingness to grow and a willingness to learn and. Honestly, I'm blown away by what you guys have done so far. I know we've got up till June, but I'm blown away by it. I really am. And I thought, to be honest, that it'd be a lot more work than it would be. Now, it is a lot of work. I get in before you guys and I'm prepping, right? But still, it's a joy to see how you guys tackle things, you know? So my expectations are being met, really. And it's you guys growing, being servants, and being who you are in Christ, you know, and finding your true identity, I think, which you might have known before, but, you know, God reveals things to us even on this internship, doesn't he? Mm -hmm. So you're saying that we have only met them, we haven't exceeded them. No, You'll exceed them next month. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. I appreciate it. You that. will exceed them, definitely. Okay, so, um, you know, since your whole time with the youth, you know, you've worked with a lot of people, obviously. Um, so, like, who is somebody that you've worked with uh, in the youth 
sphere that you really admire that you've really enjoyed working with? Like, who's been someone? Like, one of the leaders that you worked with. So, like, we had Casey and Sarah. We've had Mike Bush is the most recent one. Uh, Andrew and Stephanie. We've had a whole lot of different ones. We have, yeah. So I can't say me, right? (laughs) (laughs) I think if I'm... Every one of those people you've mentioned were an intricate part of the growth right at the beginning. Casey and Sarah, you know, I came up over here and their fear was, oh, you're going to throw us out now. No, I need you guys, right? I need to know what's going on. I need to learn off you guys the kind of, not the American culture way, but I need to know how to do things in a way that I'm not offending the culture, if you know what I mean, because I'm British, right? Or I'm Spanish, Mediterranean, whatever. Uh, Andrew, Stephanie, great. Everybody over the years, TN, they've done amazingly. But I must say, the one who has always shown great commitment is the guy that we have right now, and that is Mike. You know, I can ask Mike to do anything, and sometimes I have to say, you can say no, you know. (laughs) He can refuse, but he's just there, and you know he's just there. He's a very person-orientated person, isn't he, you know, and he gets on with our youth, and he's teaching our youth. And to be honest, if I look at Mike, the two, two years ago, Mike, or the three years ago, Mike, you want to see him now the way he's preaching on Wednesday, his development's been fantastic, you know. So Mike learns a lot, but what he gives it, 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 to me and the help that he gives me, I must commend him, uh, and I'm very thankful for him. Yeah, Mike Bush, that is Grace Covenant Church. There you go. For our next question, it's a little bit similar, a little bit different, but throughout your time as our youth pastor here, what current or past youth member or members have had the most growth? in your opinion, during their time in the youth? Wow, it's very personal that though, isn't it? What, um, I couldn't mention names, could I? That's, it'd be very difficult. Let me tell you something, the reason I asked you guys on this was because I saw the potential and I saw your growth. So that's why you're here, sat at this table, and that's why you're on the internship. So I, I, I'm very clear on one thing. Uh, let me just put it this way, I kind of, wait to see who's got a servant heart and who's committed before I ask them of anything but a lot of the young people like Rachel for instance who've stepped up that's amazing for me and I've seen that girl change from this little Disney singer girl right who we used to go and watch the shows at to this amazing worship who I believe worship leader at the moment she's doing our worship on a Wednesday and she's there on a Sunday morning you know and Alexa a friend is up there but there's many that have been you know Jaden has helped out with things he's great you can ask Jaden to do anything but the development I think I can see those who are interested who want to move on and you know there are those who don't but We've got to still invest time in them, time and energy. I really think this has been, if you want to talk about success, a pretty successful youth group because of the way you love on each other and the way you all grow together and the way you treat each other. And it's a very servant-hearted youth group. So our next question is something that uh, I think I was more curious more so than the other people, but after I explained it, they were curious as well about it. I don't like Um, this. (laughs) So this kind of goes a little bit with our last question. And I mean, of course, you're aware over the past couple years, there's been a lot of changes in our youth group. I mean, we had what, seven, eight of us that graduated last year. So we lost Yeah, nine. We had a big portion of us that left. So our question is, is were the people in the youth group better three to five years ago or better now? (laughs) 
There's only one right answer, Paul. If you're asking correctly. me about Liverpool Football Club, no, that question no, about, no, no. about football players, soccer players, then I could give you an answer. Everyone's different. Every season's different, isn't it? How, how can I answer that? You know, I just I love the evolution of what happens at youth. I, I you know sometimes I don't, but I, more or less it's an impossible question because everyone's different. Everyone's unique in their own way. But uh, again, you guys are sat at this table because I believed in you and I believe in you. So I, let's put it this way. What have I enjoyed more the last two or three years or, or not? Well, COVID hit, right? That was pretty, then we were online. I must admit, yeah, losing nine graduates was, it was a little heartbreaking for me. Jane will tell you this. And I got a little bit dark about it because you guys were among those nine. And I've done life with you, you've done life with me. Luke, you started maybe two or three years ago, I don't know, uh, you, you're a little different, but, yeah. you know, we've got Brock here, who I saw came in, you know, he, he's up to my chest, and look at him now, big guy, but, you know, that's special to me. I'll never forget you. You might forget me, but I'll never forget you, so that's always been imprinted, and Angelina's been amazing. I remember the first time Angelina walked in, I thought, another girl is here, great, you know, we're building the numbers up, so boys, great, and I'm like inside, Please stay. How are you, Angelina? Your name's Angelina? Right, come in. Bring your mum in, right? Yeah, just come and sit. But please stay, I'm thinking in my head. Right? I remember being so scared. Why were you scared? Well, I mean, that my past youth experiences weren't the best. Okay. So when we came in, it was like new people, new things. Like, ooh. But now what? I, I want to be there all the time. Yes, you didn't want to leave you. I just answer it. the question a little bit, right? Yeah, so basically yeah. what we're hearing is the answer is three to five years ago. I can't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, There's so many great characters that I love, you know. Aiden Cannon's one of my favorite characters. If I have favorites, you don't have favorites, but when you look at people, like Aiden, you know, when he first came in, I thought, what are we going to do with you? You know, but he's great. You know, he, he's, he's great. You know, everybody's great. Okay, so I mean, I think probably one of the most important questions here. Um, <laughs> if you could, if you wrote a book about your life, what would you name it? <laughs> about my life. About yeah, about your life, not your. This other is book. not going to be the answer you yeah, expect. No, <laughs> no, 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 Paul, it's, it's not your other book that you explained. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, just, it's about just, your life. Yeah, okay, would it would be this. I hope it's not that. <laughs> well, what I'm about to say is copyrighted because I, I did a I did a special concert with this, and it was it was going to be an album actually. And uh, oh, I'd like to plug the next thing actually. Anyway, it's <laughs> it's uh, make time your friend and not your enemy. And so I'd love to get t-shirts done on that. And uh, the reason is is because time is so precious, you know. And especially in this day and age now, where we have everything at our fingertips and social media, everything, you know, we can start pointing fingers and blaming social media. But if you're a lazy person, you're a lazy person, right? It doesn't matter what's there for you. You're going to be lazy. But I really think. Yeah, m make time your friend, not your enemy, and it's so precious. And I'm coming up to my birthday soon, I'm thinking, what happened? What did I achieve? But to be honest, when I look back, I'm pretty happy with what God has done in my life. You know, if it all ended next week, then I think I would be happy. I'd be saying, hey, you know, you know, I think things have been good. But yeah, time is precious. It, there's a saying in Spanish, el tiempo es oro. It means basically it's like gold. Don't waste it, keep it, right? Use it well. So with time being precious, then what do you miss most about growing up? I'm still growing, so. 
Uh, I don't miss uh, my body growing up at all, no. And now it's growing down, because you're getting older, right? But about growing up, I didn't have a pleasant childhood, to be honest, in that area. My, my folks were great, but, you know, I was bullied. I was misunderstood by teachers, misunderstood by whatever, and I misunderstood everybody else too. So when I look at my that kind of growing up, no, I didn't like it at all. So I don't miss it at all. I, I couldn't wait to be an adult. But then when I became an adult, all other things came flowing in, right? Responsibilities, yeah. accountabilities. Mm -hmm. But still, I don't miss growing up at all. I'm happy where I am and what I am at the moment. What about like spiritual growth? Spiritual always. Like I said, mm -hmm. you're gonna have dark areas and dark seasons in your life. I, I, I've got to be careful because I, I thrive in those seasons for some reason. And that's why I'm saying I was on my knees for three months, you know, at that particular time when, when, you know, I was losing my, not losing my faith, but I took it for granted. And I wasn't making time. <laughs> it was my enemy at that time. But uh, I'm always wanting to grow, you know. I'm always, in fact, too much sometimes. You have to think about this ministry that I'm in. It can be 24-7. And Bo will tell you that. All kinds of other ministers will say that. How do you disconnect from it? I'm not disconnecting from God or growth, but I've got to kind of disconnect sometimes, you know, and how do I do that? Yeah. But I've got to mm -hmm. do it in a nice and positive way, of course. Mm. All right, so for our next question, those of you who aren't aware, Paul absolutely loves to buy things from Goodwill. I mean, the, <laughs> I didn't know it before the internship, but this guy, he talks about it probably every day, every other day. He's He's so, so our question is, is do you think your obsession with shopping at Goodwill has become an addiction? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that all? Well, let's put it this way. I like spending little money and not big money. So <laughs> the great thing about Goodwill is this. I enjoy the chase. So I go on the auction, or auction site, right, and it's Shop Goodwill. And I love the very fact that there could be another 100 200 people out there looking and bidding for the same thing so I have a top price that I'll go to right it's got to be worth it mm -hmm. and then you look at the everything else it's got to be worth it I do enjoy that aspect and I don't think it's been addictive because I came off it for at least five hours the other day what do you call addiction right <laughs> <laughs> If there's any psychologist out there that said, you're addicted, yeah, we can tell. <laughs> but I love a bargain. And Jane will tell you, I'm always going around the second-hand stores. I used to do that in England and Spain. So for me, though, if we're honest about it, we saved a lot of money We mm -hmm. for the church. We've saved a lot of money, guys, just by thinking, hey, will second-hand goods work? Well, they do as long as they work, right? <laughs> I must admit there's been one or two things that didn't work, but we didn't really lose out on that because the price was ridiculous anyway. So it's always worth... We're not into gambling, but, yeah, we've saved money, Brock. A lot mm. of money. The very thing that we're going through now, <laughs> this system, is from Goodwill. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag not sponsored. So, so what would you recommend, then, for someone who's looking into buying products from Goodwill? I would say don't. Don't? <laughs> I would say find a doctor find <laughs> to a help doctor. you. Okay. <laughs> it's better not to. Preventiveness <laughs> is better than... No. I would say, hey, there's lots of great things out there. You know, if you're interested in something, 
just don't buy off Amazon, think that's it, right? Look around, enjoy shopping for things. And uh, if you really need it, then try and get it at the best price you can. Isaiah buys cars, second-hand cars, right? And then what are you going to do with them? You're probably going to sell them on and make a little bit of profit. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, it can get addictive, though. You're right, it can get addictive. So I know now that I'm at the end of buying until tomorrow. So <laughs> 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 no, until whatever. But now we've got everything that we need so far, so... Okay, so what is your go-to restaurant? Like your favorite restaurant? A restaurant in Spain, yeah. No, here. No, here. In, in, in Tosa well, de Mar. You can answer in both. You can yeah. do one in yeah, Spain, one here. It's a beautiful fish restaurant in Tosa de Mar, which we used to go to. It had a castle, and you're just looking out. and you're, oh, Not dear. McDonald's. You're looking out. <laughs> McDonald's. Jane would probably say that's her go-to. And Ollie. Yeah, fish filet. Mm. Yeah. I think, see, my favorite food is Indian food. 14 out of 15 questions. What do you think the 14th one is going to be? Oh, we got two to go, right? Yep, yep. two to go. What do you think this one's going to be about? I have no idea. <laughs> it's, about a, it's about the youth. So, What was your favorite prank you pulled on someone in the youth? <laughs> oh, wow. For those of you who are not aware, because you haven't been to youth before, Paul loves to mess with everyone because he's very sarcastic a lot of times. So there, there's times where he'll tell you something, and he really wants you to believe it because he wants to see your reaction to it. Yep. Yeah, there's so many things. What was that one? What was that one I was talking about? Oh, right, yeah. I was saying to the youth, I was really, you know I can be serious when I'm talking about stuff, right? Like, yeah, I'm going yeah. very serious now. Mm -hmm. Luke, this is a very serious response uh, It's very serious. Yeah. Luke, don't smile at me, it's serious. Okay, okay I'll try don't to tell me how, how serious. How so serious this was it. I was talking to the youth, and uh, I think it was maybe on a Sunday morning, and I was talking about how we shouldn't waste things and waste our lives. I said, you know, even the, the tissues, like the Kleenex I have, what I do, I blow my nose up, and then I dry them out and use them again. And they're all uh, looking at me and saying, Honestly, I said, yeah. You, and I'm like, you don't do that? <laughs> and I said, when I go to the bathroom, boop. No, we didn't go that far, but. And I'm saying, you don't do that, seriously. So if I have a tea bag too, you know, I use a tea bag because I like tea, you know, those mm -hmm. tea in little bags. I'll use it about five times. Mm. I put them out and dry them out. Do you? Honestly? <laughs> uh, I don't, you know. Uh, yeah, they took it serious. So. Your true colours are coming out. The youth's going to see this. Gonna and then I you. really had to say, no, <laughs> come on. Who would do that type of thing? They said, you would. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so little things like that. There's probably lots of things. If you can remember one, tell me, but I bet you can't. There you go, because you don't know what's real or what isn't. There you go. All right, so Isaiah's going to ask you our yeah. final question. This one, you have to answer. You don't get a choice. You have to give an answer yeah. to it. You can't yeah. just dodge this question, okay? You do know that I'm in control here of the pause button on this yeah, podcast. But you can't just dodge this question. You okay, have to actually on. give an yeah, answer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Can I pause to think about it, though? Yeah. No. Right. No. <laughs> so our final question. Okay. Who is your favorite intern and why? <laughs> no, your favorite and least favorite. Oh, yes. Favorite and, and least favorite. I can't yes. answer that. Well, yeah, yeah. You have to. <sighs> no. That's... <laughs> <laughs> well let's just put it this way Luke, Isaiah, can you leave the room please? <laughs> wow, okay, alright <laughs> so, so does that mean one of us is least favorite? Yeah, one of us, one of us. It might be 
Or, no. I mean, both of them are the favorites. The I think they're the favorites, <laughs> and we're the least favorites, uh, you know? No, you just know that I can't answer that, because I honestly do not have a favorite, and I'm, I'm really honest with you, I don't have a favorite, because you're all unique in your own Brock ways. Brock is team leader, though. Yeah, <laughs> Brock is favorite. Well, <laughs> that's because I've seen Brock, I've worked with him since he was little, and, you know, at the drop of a hat, Brock always did stuff and showed initiative in other areas. Not that you didn't, but I didn't have that relationship with you where I could say, hey, so it just made sense for me to do that. And really there's not, mu well, there's not much to lead in the sense because uh, some of the things we wanted to do didn't work out, but still, yeah, I say Brock, this, you know, he gave you a 10 minute break before the so that was <laughs> hey. pretty cool, wasn't it? So honestly, I would say that I look at you all differently and uh, I like things in you that are my favorite thing in you. Okay, so I wouldn't say I have a favourite, and I promise you I don't have a favourite, okay, because you're all unique in, in your own ways. That's why you're on this team. So if, you know, if uh, you're not here tomorrow, that might answer the question. <laughs> yeah. Is that it then? You could just say, like, whoever's been the most on time is your favourite, and whoever hasn't. <laughs> well, you know... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> right, I can just leave right now. If I want to. I'll be gone. Is that it, guys? Yeah. That is. Yep. That is. Well, so. uh, let's see. We'll listen to this back, and hopefully, we don't have to make any edits at all. But it's been a pleasure. A pleasure as always. Thank you. They weren't too too bad, those questions, and I hope I answered most of them. And uh, well, we're looking forward to the next podcast, which will be podcast uh, four. So uh, until then, bye, everybody. And uh, don't forget, you can. I don't know, Luke, how can people see this and how can they get in touch or even? So we actually have it on <laughs> Spotify. Well, I mean, they're going to be on it anyway to listen to this, yeah, but so. there'll be Spotify, Pandora, Google, uh, you got Apple Podcasts, basically any kind of podcasting system out there. You can pretty much listen to this on so, anywhere. So, so it's like the same type of stuff as for Bo's sermon cast. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You can do the exact same thing for Bo's sermons if you so haven't you're listening seen this. to this podcast right now, Go on to listen to this podcast. Go on to Apple and, and listen to it. Yeah. So for all those who are listening to this and weren't sure, that's what they do, right? <laughs> well, thank you, Luke. <laughs> okay, see you guys next <laughs> time. Cut, Bye, everyone. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.